Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host, Denise Messenger, for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent, I stands for using your intuition, N stands for networking, and K stands for obtaining knowledge. Preserve and protect your health by listening live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You asked for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Hello, listeners. Thank you so much for joining us today, which is February 4th, 2015. I consider today a gift, a gift because our guest is Dr. Todd Nelson, and he is going to teach us all about toxicity and the importance of detoxification for good health. He is also um, he also has a background as a radio host, but notably he has a doctor degree and a doctor of holistic health sciences degree. He is a very well known naturopath in Colorado and he holds advanced certificates in clinical nutrition, first-line therapy, functional medicine, and personality assessment. I'd like to bring him on our show now. Hello there, Dr. Nelson. Hi, Denise. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad you're here. I'd like to start my show out by asking my guest, how did you get on the path that you're on today? Well, uh, I think with a lot of naturopaths and people in natural health field, you know, my own health led me to having to seek some alternatives. When I was a teenager, I had chronic digestive problems, and for a long time, I went to a lot of different specialists, and nobody ever asked me what I ate, (laughs) even though I was eating at, you know, I was in high school eating McDonald's almost every day. Oh, no. So uh, that was my own path. I had chronic digestive problems, and I happened to meet a chiropractor who was coaching patients on changing their diet, and he was the first person who said, hey, what you're putting in your mouth is going to be affecting these gut symptoms and started coaching me. And sure enough, I found out that I could change my own digestive health and I began wondering, why doesn't everybody know how to do this? Mm. So that led me on the path of finding naturopathic medicine. And um, eventually I went to school and uh, made that my career. So I'm sure that most of our listeners, because they're, they're pretty um, educated, um, know what it is you practice. But perhaps there might be a few that don't know. What's your practice mm-hmm. like? Well, as a naturopath, I'm always interested in doing a really thorough assessment on the patient that I see, and we're very focused on trying to get to the causes of the problems, not just treating symptoms. So 
We may do what are called functional medicine tests, maybe through hair, stool, blood, urine, um, look at very comprehensive intake uh, forms, really analyze diet and lifestyle and habits in people's lives and stresses. So I, I take a real holistic view, try to take all those factors into account when I'm sitting here with somebody looking at how is it that they got to this point where they're expressing either a disease or a dysfunction that's now maybe becoming chronic, and then how to mm -hmm. intervene with safe, natural means that, if nothing else, are not going to harm them, but hopefully are going to improve their function over time. Well, you've been practicing for a good 30-plus years. I bet you there's probably one or more people that really stand out in your mind that you completely turn their lives around. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've had the privilege, Denise, of seeing a lot of those kinds of people. I bet. <laughs> is, but is there any particular one that just was, like, so amazing? Yeah, I can think of a few. One I, I can think of, I'll just say his name as Dale. Sure. Um, Dale came in to me. He was had a lot of central weight. His he just got into. He was a Cub Scout leader, and he went in to uh, get a routine physical. And he wasn't feeling real well, but he didn't know if he had any serious problems or not. And um, sure enough, he was just flaming diabetic. His blood sugars were very oh out of control, gosh. up in the hundreds. <gasps> uh, triglycerides were off the chart. Blood pressure was really high. Um, he was really in crisis, probably heading for not only a diabetic uh, diabetic emergency, but also potentially a heart attack. Oh. And um, so in his case, his doctor put him on insulin immediately, which in his case he needed. Um, mm -hmm. But then he got really, really focused, and uh, he knew he had to save his, his life. Mm -hmm. And he cleaned up his diet, got on a low glycemic diet, we suggested some very sophisticated dietary supplements for him um, that he rigorously did. And, you know, his A1C, which is an indicator of diabetes in the blood, was up in the 13s, just totally out of control. And um, within six months, you know, this is a kind of patient that typically when they're medically seen, they're told they're going to be diabetic forever, they're going to be insulin-dependent. They're going to be mm -hmm. on cholesterol meds uh, the rest of their life, um, blood pressure meds, etc. So he was really layering lots of meds initially when I first saw him. Within six months, uh, he was off of three of his meds and off insulin. And within a mm -hmm. year, his blood chemistries came back as non-diabetic. Uh -huh. So that's one really dramatic, like his A1C is averaging in the fours. Uh, mm -hmm. rather than up in the 13s. He has perfect cholesterol, blood pressure is fine. He's dropped about 40 pounds. Um, that's one wow. one big change around that uh, stands out. That's so wonderful. we get to see this on a pretty regular basis. Mm, mm, mm. Well, let's talk a little bit about environmental and food toxicities because it's really going to be part of our program today because it all falls, you know, within the detoxification area that you have your expertise in. 
What you is bet. going on? You know? <laughs> well, unfortunately, too much. So mm-hmm. uh, we're living in a very toxic environment, and we're exposed to many, many chemicals in our food sources. I mean, there's about 77,000 chemicals in production at any given time, and about 3,000 of those are added to food, whether it's directly or into packaging or processing. Um, you know, so about 10,000 solvents and emulsifiers and preservatives and so forth go into food production and packaging. And ultimately, we're consuming those. Mm-hmm. And then we can add on to that, let's say if we're adding animal protein, we're eating beef or chicken or what have you, um, if those animals are consuming antibiotics, GMO foods, uh, things like bovine growth hormone, well, guess what? We're consuming them as well. Mm-hmm. So that's one source of toxicity. There's quite a few. Um, excessive medications are another source of toxicity. Um, pesticides and herbicides, of course, air pollution, water pollution, and something called <laughs> POPs. Have you heard of POPs, persistent organic pollutants? No, I don't believe I have. I would encourage listeners to look them up, to do a Google search on them. They're called okay. persistent organic pollutants. It's a global issue. Okay. Um, the EPA has, you know, a lot of insecticides and pesticides fall under under this category, but they okay. these are chemicals that don't break down easily. So we can get them in food, in industry. Those are the two primary areas that we get them from. And if we're exposed to them, they can accumulate in our fat cells over time and stay in us for life. Wow. So the EPA, for example, has done some um, studies and have found these are large epidemiological studies, large populations, and have found that 100% of people tested are storing residues of some of these POPs like dioxins and Xylene, they all have these big, long chemical names, mm-hmm. uh, PCBs, etc. And um, as we know, uh, chronic disease, chronic inflammation, chronic pain is very much on the rise, and this yeah. overall toxic burden is a primary cause. Interesting. So we have to look at how do we get those out of your system safely. How do you? <laughs> It's a great question. Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of people go, well, gosh, you know, I don't think I'm that toxic. But I just assume that every patient who walks in has a degree of toxicity and we have different questionnaires to try and determine that. Okay. Um, that's one thing is to assess where's that person now mm-hmm. and then begin to look at what kind of structured Uh, medical-grade detoxification program might they need. Mm. So, Big job. It is a big job. Um, uh, This is not looked at as a primary intervention in chronic illness. You know, typically if you go into a doc and you have a chronic symptom, like chronic pain, for example, um, they're not going to assess your toxic load 
They're just going to no. give you something to try and reduce pain, correct? Correct. So the medication itself may then add to even more toxicity. So, um, and one thing I would say, Denise, is that digestion itself is a very toxic event. <laughs> Why is that? Well, you know, we take in food and we have to mm-hmm. break it down into smaller components so we can absorb it. And that mm-hmm. has to interface with trillions of bacteria in our gut. So, in our intestine, this is a good dinner time conversation. <laughs> we. And, you know, we have more bacteria in our gut than you can see stars in the sky. We've we've mm-hmm. got trillions, literally, about a three-pound mm-hmm. little universe in there. And there's mm-hmm. good guys and there's bad guys, and they have to basically yeah. get along. They have to be symbiotic. Um, the good guys really protect us and help filter out toxins before we absorb them. So people who take lots of anti- uh, antibiotics or steroids or other meds or eat too much junk food and sugar and so forth, can either destroy that bacterial environment or radically alter it in a Mm -hmm. way that then allows uh, breakdown products from food to ferment or putrefy, and that creates these toxins. They're called endotoxins that Mm -hmm. then circulate. And when they go through the gut wall, Where do they go? They go right into the lymphatic system, which is the immune system. And that begins like um, a domino effect. Is that called um, leaky gut syndrome? Exactly. Okay. So they get a really uh, porous, leaky gut, like a potato sack kind Mm -hmm. of gut, where they're just abnormally absorbing large molecules of food, and that translates into the immune system and it sparks up inflammatory chemicals, puts the immune system on high. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're eating a great organic whole food kind of diet and you're not doing a lot of medications and you're not heavily stressed out, the possibility of that is way low. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's not really the typical American. No, it's not. And a lot of people just they can't afford the organic or mm-hmm. they live in they live in um you know geographical areas where it's difficult to to get yes, and I really feel for those people it's it's a very challenging situation um mm-hmm. so the likelihood of eating sprayed food i mean fifty to ninety five percent of commercial food has pesticide and insecticide residues. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is well known. Mm -hmm. And uh, for those listening, Denise, have you heard of the Environmental Working Group? I have. I actually um, talk about them in my book, Gut Cancer, Now What? Oh, great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. On their website, they have a great list. Um, It's called the Clean 15 and the Dirty Dozen. Mhm. Mhm. And the clean 15 means these are even commercial foods uh that have low residues on them. So if you do exactly. live in places where you you know you can't get organic food, 
you can refer to this list, and um, that'll guide you as to foods that have low residues on them. And they have what's called the Dirty Dozen, which is the highest sprayed fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's really well, a Well, you and I know what out. those are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, like grapes and kale. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, kale's a superfood that uh, really nutrient-dense and so forth, but it's actually one of the most heavily sprayed crops out there. And I'm surprised, and the reason I'm surprised is because I grow it in my organic garden, mm-hmm. and I don't use any pesticides whatsoever, and it's just growing like crazy. Fantastic. Yeah, so, I mean, um, yeah. that's the ideal way to do it. That's the other thing, too, is if you have a low budget and you and you can do this, you live in a region where you can do this, is growing mm-hmm. your own is always best. Then and you kale, can control you can, it. Yeah, and kale you can pretty much grow through through the winter as long as you're not in the you know a snowbank. <laughs> in Colorado, like I am today, in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't have it right now, then. <laughs> That's right. I, I have to go down to the health food store. There you go. <laughs> so, getting back to all these um, chemicals that we all carry around. How does the body deal with all of this? We talked about the leaky um the leaky gut syndrome, but and obviously we end up with in an inflammation state. But what are some other symptoms that people may recognize? Yeah, there's quite a few. Um meaning it can be as subtle as being fatigued or having skin rashes, having aches and pains, headaches, brain fog. These are kind of early signs of toxicity. Mm-hmm. Um, it really affects energy. Uh, it might affect how quickly you get infections, meaning it might just reduce your immunity in general. Mm-hmm. could alter your digestive tract. You can feel some nausea or constipation, loose stools, bloating, those kinds of things. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> yeah. That's exciting. Those yeah, could be I always tied say to that. a lot of different, yeah, they could be tied to a lot of different ailments. That's the problem, you know. I guess that's that why you've got problem. to get tested. You have to get tested. That's really. That's why we do a survey of symptoms. Uh, I mm-hmm. use one that was developed by the Institute for Functional Medicine uh, that has some good study behind it to try and um, pin down what level of toxicity people have. And then it can progress from mild day-to-day symptoms to debilitating and deadly diseases like cardiovascular Mm -hmm. disease. Even diabetes is being linked to exposure to these POPs, these persistent organic pollutants in the Mm -hmm. environment uh, as one Mm -hmm. contributor Autoimmune diseases, which are inflammatory based, mm-hmm. uh, very much connected to these chemicals. So, any symptom you can think of can arise from excess toxic load on the body. And I've always been amazed when I take somebody through a detoxification program, 
a lot of times symptoms will just disappear um, because they're generally less inflamed. A lot of these chemicals really trigger off inflammatory chemicals in the body. And when Mm. they lower the toxic load, it's like putting a fire hose on the fire. It helps bring Hmm. down the inflammation. So why don't we talk about your Clean and Lean program, because I know I'm curious what's involved. You bet, yeah. Clean and Lean, uh, I named it Clean and Lean in 2015. Um, It's a program that's either 10 or 28 days long, and it's a combination of uh, doing a very clean, uh, low-sugar, organic, nutrient-dense diet sort of around a modified Mediterranean-style diet, really high vegetables, high fruit, right kinds of fruit, cleaner proteins, and then using a um, a, a medical food powder as a drink. Um, It's it's a rice protein-based powder that has an array of nutrients that support liver and kidney function. Um, The ones I use, there's about 12 of them, actually, Denise, I use. It just depends on the person, and it depends on the condition. So if it's an autoimmune condition or an inflammatory condition, they might use one type of medical food. If we suspect more heavy metals, which is a big toxin in the environment, we use a different medical food. Um, If it's a gut problem like irritable bowel syndrome, we'll use a different kind of medical food. So these are uh, only available through health professionals. There's hundreds of health professionals that use them. And then I very much personalize it to the person I'm working with. Uh, We may use probiotics to repopulate the gut with good bacteria. Um, That's always very important. Sometimes we'll use digestive enzymes. And Uh then there's other key nutrients that I may plug in depending on the person's condition. Okay. And it's a very doable program. I mean, you can really do it in your life. There's a lot of extreme cleanses out there with, you know, juicing and fasting and so forth, and they're all good. They all have merit. Um, Sometimes fasting can be not good for some people, Um, especially if your low blood sugar or your liver is really compromised. Some people actually need some clean protein and need a lot of antioxidants while they're cleansing because they're throwing out so many toxins. It burdens the liver, burdens the kidneys. They end up actually getting quite sick. Oh, gee. So I believe in supervised detox programs, especially if you're chronically sick. So... I assume that this program can only be um, done in um, Colorado? Actually, I can do it virtually. I guide people through Skype and phone consultations, uh, literally from coast to coast. Um, If you go to my website, there's a section on Clean and Lean in 2015. Um, My website's TOL, sorry, yeah. TOL Wellness, sorry, we have a new domain name, TOLwellness.com. And um, TOL is short for Tree of Life. That's our clinic. And you can read about it. You can also have a free 15-minute phone consultation to see if you're a candidate for it. 
um, and see if uh, it's a good fit. I like to do that okay. first. I don't like people mm-hmm. to just wantonly start a cleanse without mm-hmm. really deciphering, is this really right for you? Okay. So, and then in Colorado, I see people uh, one-on-one for cleanses. Sure. Well, that's, that's great. Yeah, I've taken what a lot of, of people outcomes? through them, a few thousand. I was going to say, yeah, I think like more than 3,000. Yes, and we haven't lost anybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank, thank goodness for that. <laughs> yeah, and thankfully, most people, um, you know, some of the big gains I see, you know, weight loss can happen. It's not always a primary focus. Sometimes it's a nice side sure. effect. Um, but almost always, digestion will improve. Regularity, bowel movements will improve, less gas, bloating, etc. cetera. Um, sometimes, um, almost always, energy improves, mental clarity. The other thing I didn't really mention is when you're toxic, it can really impact your brain. It can really impact your mental focus, your mood, your ability to sleep, um, you know, I had a young man in here I just did a cleanse with. He has been highly athletic. He's never he's not chronically sick, but he's just been very highly athletic for many, many years. Well, being highly athletic creates all these free radicals in your body, which are these unpaired really? electrons. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you heard, there was a study that just came out, I think, yesterday or something about long-distance runners and the problems they have. No, I haven't heard about that. I just started hearing about it. It's in the local media uh, about how potentially damaging it is to your joints and so forth. But it's a very high free radical event. And free radicals are normal to our body, but they're real toxic if they're real high. So in this young man's uh, situation, we did a a short-term, just a 10-day cleanse that includes a lot of high antioxidant nutrients, high fruits and vegetables, and a medical food. Um, He was just, his endurance was bad, his workouts were getting bad, he wasn't recovering well, and he was going into real chronic fatigue. And medically, there was nothing wrong with him that could be detected. So in his case, again, he wasn't sick, but he wasn't feeling well. And uh, in his case, in a very short period of time, he was able to recover his energy, recover his workout times, and bounce back from a pretty strenuous exercise and athletic competition just by doing that, just by clearing out the free radicals and supporting his liver and kidneys. So that's another example of just increasing function. Explain to our um, listeners, when you say that it creates a lot of free radicals, where, where do those come from? Well, they come from the energy-producing centers of your cells, which are called mitochondria. And the mitochondria, you have trillions of them, literally. They're in every Mm -hmm. cell of the body. So let's say when you and I are sitting here talking, our mitochondria might make two energy molecules per reaction. We just don't need a ton. We just need to stay upright and conscious and talking, right? But if you're doing a 10-mile run, well, you're going to be making 19 times more energy per reaction. 
okay? About 38 mm-hmm. energy molecules are called ATP molecules. Well, as you produce that, free radicals are released, these little electrons. And electrons like to run in pairs, okay? They like to be hooked up with another electron, or they get lonely, and when they get lonely, they get crazy. <laughs> 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 they start, yeah, they start flipping around in this chaotic kind of way, and they start damaging things like your cell membranes, and they start um, altering the chemistry of cells and possibly even damaging the DNA of your cells. So that's why the colors in fruits and vegetables, the blues and reds and greens and so forth, um, they are very strong antioxidants, which can help mop up these excess free radicals. Ah. We know things like vitamin C can do that, mm-hmm. vitamin E can do that, alpha lipoic acid can do that. There's a very long list of antioxidants that can help mop up free radicals. So, listen, if you're listening and you're a distance runner, you really need antioxidants. Well, wouldn't you say that would apply to mountain mountain bikers as well that that do twenty thirty miles a a week? Oh, you you bet. Any any kind of endurance sport, um, or even weekend warrior kind of stuff, where you're doing endurance, you know, and you're exercising beyond an hour, um, you're going to increase free radical activity. So eating cleaner really hydrating with pure water and getting your antioxidant status up will help clear those free radicals and help protect against cellular damage. And I don't know about, uh, well, I'm sorry, Denise, go ahead. Oh, I, I'm just fascinated by it. I, you know, I do a lot of reading, a lot of research, and I've never run across this before relative to athletes. Yeah, there's some some small studies on it. You got to really dig for it. I've also I've had the privilege of studying with some different uh, PhD biochemists who study this stuff. Um, oh one is Gottfried Kellerman, and um, you know, apparently in Europe right now, there's a few studies on it, just showing that um, it increases wear and tear and it increases overall inflammatory potential and immune suppression. So some some real endurance athletes start getting having colds too often, infections too often. Why is mm-hmm. that? Well, their their mucous immunity is being suppressed by this free radical onslaught. So that you know, if you're an athlete, you got to create more protection. Well, that's really really valuable information, listeners. If you're just tuning in, we're talking with Dr. Todd Nelson. And we're discussing detoxification and the importance of it for our overall health. What are the three things that people can do right now to start enhancing their, you know, detox process? Yeah, good question. You know, the the thing to remember is we're detoxing twenty four seven. You know, yeah. from the time you take your first breath to your last. Um, your intestines, your kidneys, your liver, your lymphatic system, your breathing, your sweating, all these are ejecting 
toxic load, right? Mm -hmm. So the mm -hmm. first thing to do is to not add to the load. Because just your normal metabolism, you're creating toxins, you're creating waste. Mm -hmm. It's like you step on the gas mm -hmm. in your car, you burn the gas, and smoke comes out the tailpipe. Same is true with you eat your food, you digest it, you burn it, you have fallout, okay? So the very mm -hmm. first thing to do, if you do nothing else, make a very concerted effort to get organic food mm -hmm. um, because you're not going to have the residues of these pops and pesticides and so forth, meaning once you start adding to your toxic load, these detox mechanisms, you know, they're they're trying to pick and choose and prioritize what they're going to get rid of. Mm. And there's a point where they can't get rid of all of it. So what does it do? It accumulates in your fat cells. Okay? Yeah. Uh -huh. So the number one thing to do is to go organic. It really does make a massive difference. Okay? But it's not going it's not going to detox the uh what's already in your fat cells, is it? No. So the so. second okay. thing is is to really increase your vegetable and fruit intake, particularly vegetables, mm -hmm. because the phytonutrients, phytonutrients means plant nutrients, mm -hmm. in the vegetables, particularly like broccoli and cauliflower and cruciferous vegetables and deep green veggies, they have these molecules that actually literally turn on your detox genes in your liver. Um, like broccoli has these wonderful sulfur molecules. Um, I won't go into all the long names of them, <laughs> but um, you know they they literally help turn on these genes to detoxify. Okay. Excellent. And then the third thing is to make sure that you're drinking a pure water source and you're not putting it in plastic. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And probably you have talked about this before. Oh sure. Now beyond well, luckily, that, we're seeing luckily we're seeing a lot of um, plastic bottles come out in the marketplace where they don't have the, the um, was it the BHP? Is that what it is? The BPA. BPA. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I hate to be a downer, but um, some of the other plastic uh, has even if it's BPA-free, has some potential outgassings um, and something called phthalates. And phthalates are also quite toxic and can mm. uh, mimic estrogen. It's really mm -hmm. quite quite dangerous for women. Yeah, xenoestrogens. Yes. So that might be risky. You know, it can mimic hormones, and that can possibly put you at risk for higher incidents of things like cancer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So going out of your way to have pure water and like stainless steel and glass bottles, that's a big one. So the first yeah. step is get the junk out. <laughs> right. Yeah, get the junk you know, lower, out. Get that cleansing. Yeah, lower your toxic load. Mm-hmm. Second hmm. step is to maybe take nutrients that enhance detoxification you know, and, and for the general public, that could be a really great multi with lots of antioxidants. Mm -hmm, could be an mm -hmm. organic 
green food supplement with lots of phytonutrients. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be, um, you know, we could do a whole show on glutathione. Oh, Have you heard of that? Yes. Oh, oh yes, <laughs> definitely. Mm-hmm. How about uh, you know? Mineral. I mean, a lot of people are not producing enough, not getting enough. This is the number one detoxifying protein in the body is glutathione. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you know, some people do well in the health food store. There's a product called NAC, N-acetylcysteine. Mm-hmm. Very easily found. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even taking 500 milligrams once or twice a day can be a precursor to glutathione. Mm-hmm. Um, in my clinic, I test people genetically to see if they have functioning glutathione genes. And a lot of people, especially if they're chemically sensitive, have quirks in those genes, and they need to take certain kinds of glutathione directly. So that's a more sophisticated level of intervention. Yeah, um, sounds like it. Yeah. Also, taking essential fatty acids is really important. Mm-hmm. Like really pure fish oil. Um, if you're loading up your cell membranes with good fats versus fried fats and, um, you know, altered fats, trans fats, those actually can load up the fat cells and load up the linings of your cells with bad fats that trigger on inflammation. Mm. So if we're getting the good fats like fish oil, flaxseed oil, olive oil, coconut oil. Uh huh. I use a lot of coconut oil. Mm-hmm. Tastes good too. It does. Yeah, it's got a fat called medium chain triglycerides, and that loads up your cell membranes in a way that helps your cells keep hydrated and helps keep toxins out. That's a simple way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. It'll, mm-hmm. It also helps reduce inflammation, helps dial it down. Is your um, is your program expensive, your detox program? That's always a question I get. <laughs> <laughs> what I do, you know, if somebody is chronically ill, Denise, um, you know, I may add on some supplementation to the core program that that might be pricier, Okay. If someone is dealing with day-to-day kind of symptoms that are not fully knocking them out or anything, like the mm-hmm. gentleman we talked about earlier, or let's say people are cycling fatigue, headaches, brain fog, maybe feeling a little depressed, then it, we can just go with the core program. So for listeners, usually between consultation time and product, it's about $450 for the 10-day cleanse, but I'll offer your listeners doing that for 220 Oh, okay. thank you. So that's um, the 15-minute free consultation with me and two consults with me to follow up. And then for the 28-day cleanse, that's usually $650. Um, I can offer your listeners that for 450 That's more for people with chronic more serious problems. Okay. So if you do go to the site or call my office about doing that, mention uh, this show, 
Okay. And we will honor that. Great. Well, you know, I'll be, I'll be calling you. I think it's time. I like to do a program at least once a year. Oh, I'd love to support you. And and, and so um, you'll definitely be hearing from me. Wonderful, Denise. Yeah, I, I'm in excellent health, but the reason I am is because I, I do things like this. Yeah, I just in my about opinion, your book. I in need my, to read that. In, yeah, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've just been a, a wonderful guest. I thank you so much for joining us. I've learned a lot. I'm sure our listeners have too. Um, why don't you um, tell them again your website and um, your program and how to best reach you uh, via email, phone call, whatever. Great, Denise. Thank you. Uh, the website is tolwellness.com. The office number is 303-969-3052. Um, this is called the Clean and Lean in 2015 program. If you mention uh, Denise's show, uh, we will do the 10-day program for 220 versus 450 and the 28-day program for 450 rather than 650. So, um, And there's a space on the website to sign up for a 15-minute initial screening for free uh, just to make sure that you qualify for the program, um, and then we'll discern from there which program okay. might be best. Excellent. Well, yeah, thank, thank you, Denise. Great you. talking to you. You too. I really enjoyed it. Take care. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, listeners, thank you so much for joining us today. This was a very insightful show. I, I truly hope that um, if you tuned in in the middle of it that you catch us iTunes or we're also posted on um, the website, blogtalkradio.com slash healthmedianow. Thanks again for joining us, and be sure to tune in again next week. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have and follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at knowledgeworkspub.com. Be sure to visit gotcancernowwhat.com for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer? Now What? Listeners, we just want to remind you that this radio show was based upon the opinions of Denise and her guest. The information is not intended to replace a one-on-one relationship with a qualified healthcare professional and is not intended as medical advice. We're sharing knowledge and information. We encourage you to make your own healthcare decisions based upon your research and in partnership with a qualified healthcare professional of your choice. 
These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration.